It's HSK Today, a weekly in-depth look at the Henderson Silver Knights and the AHL with your host, Brian McCormick. And here we go, live from Pechanga Arena on a beautiful Wednesday afternoon in San Diego. This is HSK Today. Brian McCormick here, you there. Lindsey Brown on the other side of the glass as we talk Silver Knights and get you set for tonight's meeting between the Silver Knights and the San Diego Gulls that will drop at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, great to have you with us, and great to, to have you with us on time. And I know uh, Lindsay on the other side of the glass is probably the most relieved because uh, those of you who listen to this program regularly will realize that uh, I have not been on the mic and ready to go at the start the last two weeks, uh, which I promise uh, is uh, abnormal to say the least. Um, but uh, two weeks ago, we had some technical problems on our attempt to broadcast from M Resort. Last week, we had internet trouble in the booth at the Saddle Dome in Calgary, which gave us trouble. Uh, but luckily, having done the show numerous times from uh, Pechanga Arena before, uh, we were ready to go this time around. Uh, as you know, I can laugh about it now. I wasn't laughing at the time in Saddle Dome when I was frantically trying to cross wires and uh, IT it myself while dangling uh, a couple, uh, well, it felt like 300 feet above the ground uh, in the uh, the press box in Calgary where I'd heard uh, stories galore about the, the the fun and the adventure of the catwalk at the Saddle Dome. Uh, it lived up to the reputation. Uh, but luckily, again, here uh, in San Diego where it's a little chillier than the beach weather we were hoping for, uh, we are on and on time, and poor Lindsay doesn't have to run frantically around trying to come up with some creative way to get me on the air. So, Lindsay, I'm sorry I did that to you. I promise not to do it again today. It's all good. We rise through adversity, and we get better, Brian. That's right. That's right. Pressure creates diamonds, and that's what we're doing. Well, for the Henderson Silver Knights, they are riding their best stretch uh, really since the middle of January, almost about five weeks exactly ago when the Silver Knights had their last three-game winning streak. That was two wins over Calgary and another over Tucson. Well, it was the Calgary Wranglers, victims of the Silver Knights again here in late February. And, of course, now we've turned the calendar to March. And the Silver Knights uh, running out of time in their playoff push but making the most of the past week with three straight wins over the first-place Calgary Wranglers, including a 2-1 victory at the DLC on Sunday. Silver Knights come into tonight's contest against San Diego with 19 games remaining. Uh, certainly the Silver Knights are going to have to go on uh, a run to get into playoff positioning as they come into tonight's contest nine points back of the Tucson Roadrunners. Uh, and for those of you looking to do a little bit of scoreboard watching tonight, Tucson will not be in action. Uh, and really there are no games in action tonight that directly impact Henderson's playoff chases right now. Their eyes are predominantly on Tucson and San Jose. Barracuda are in eighth, and they're four points ahead of Henderson with a game in hand. Silver Knights, again, nine points back of the Roadrunners. They have a game in hand on Tucson. So what looked like a, a very unlikely opportunity to make a push uh, in the final month and a half of the season uh, now has become a little bit more realistic after the Silver Knights took care of business against the Calgary Wranglers. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll give you context galore uh, of how the Silver Knights did it against Calgary and um, really the, the, the way in which the Silver Knights went against the statistical grain to make it happen. And sometimes winning for winning's sake is enough. And no one ever says anything. Uh, no one ever turns down two points. But sometimes the way you win can give you even more fuel. 
and sometimes nobody wants adversity, but when you overcome it, it makes you better, as Lindsay just described to us. Uh, for the Silver Knights, not only did they beat Calgary three times, but they also did it coming from behind all three times, and that's something that the uh, Wranglers have not experienced, and frankly, the Silver Knights have not experienced too much of that either. So before we delve into any of that too much, uh, let's remind you of what the comeback sounded like for the Henderson Silver Knights, starting with a third-period goal from Brendan Brisson, a broken play on a pass in front that went off a skate and came right back to Brisson and got the Silver Knights on the board. Brian, here we thought we were going to have a day without technical difficulties. Well, that's okay, because I was there, Lindsay, and I can describe it. No, no worries. But I'll tell you what, for the Silver Knights in, in that instance, you get the Brisson goal, uh, and then the Kyle Marino deflection goal on a puck that was was literally over Kyle Marino's head, for being honest. And Kyle Marino laughed about it after the fact. Uh, for Marino, it was his second goal of the season and his first since his Silver Knights debut back in late October. Um, but for Kyle Marino, it was certainly looked like a puck that was above the crossbar. And certainly uh, Mitch Love, the head coach of the Calgary Wranglers, made his opinion known. And he had an argument. Uh, he had an argument. Um, but as Kyle Marino said after the game, he says, uh, I plead the fifth and good things happen to good people. Um, but those two goals for the Silver Knights came on the only two shots they were credited with for the third period. Silver Knights had two shots and two goals against Dustin Wolf in the third period to pick up a 2-1 win over the Wranglers. And if that does not give you, uh, in a nutshell, what this season series for the Silver Knights has been like against the Wranglers, winning five of six uh, for the Silver Knights, Anything that can go right has gone right against the Wranglers. And as we mentioned, for the Silver Knights, they scored, uh, they, they surrendered the first goal in each of the uh, three games against the Wranglers. The Silver Knights going into last week, going into last week, they had four wins all season. All season they had four wins when giving up the first goal. They were 4-18-3 and three when giving up the first goal of the hockey game. The Wranglers heading into last week prior to uh, the game last Wednesday at Saddledome, the Wranglers were 26-5-2 when scoring the first goal. So for the Silver Knights to come back and beat Calgary under those circumstances once was impressive. To do it three times is downright uh, unlikely. And the Silver Knights dug down and found a way to do it. Let's go a little further than that. As mentioned, the Silver Knights uh, scoring two goals on their only two shots in the third period Sunday to pick up a 2-1 win over Calgary. For the Silver Knights, that was the first time this season, out of 19 games, it was the first time that they won a game when they were trailing, uh, trailing entering the third period. Now 1-17-1 when trailing after 40 minutes. Flip that over. Calgary Wranglers, when leading after two periods, 27-1-1 heading into Sunday, and now 27-2-1. Why do I bring this all up? Not just for the fun statisticals of it, although it is kind of fun to look into it, especially in this season series and really the last two years where the Silver Knights have had the number of the Stockton Heat slash Calgary Wranglers. The other side of it is for the Silver Knights to make the playoffs. Again, in 19 games remaining, they need to close a gap of nine points behind the Roadrunners. And again, a gap that was 11 points 
uh, heading into Sunday. It can be done. They do have a game against Tucson. There's a lot of hockey against uh, Coachella Valley still to play. There's two more games against Calgary, although, again, right now the Silver Knights uh, probably welcome that. Uh, And there's a lot of hockey against uh, Ontario and Bakersfield as well. It is not an easy schedule for the Silver Knights the rest of the way. But the whole point is if the Silver Knights are going to come back, if they're going to fight their way back into playoff positioning in the Pacific Division, they're going to kind of have to break the statistical rules. They're going to have to kind of find a way to do what the numbers say they shouldn't. Because to close a nine-point gap in a span of 19 games, certainly you assume the Silver Knights are going to have to go over 500 to do that. They might have to play closer to, to, to 650 winning percentage hockey, if not maybe a little better to make that happen. It's going to require them to, to really, really go on a run here. Um, and a team that was going to roll over and, and not have a pulse in that uh, steep climb would not have won two of the three, let alone three of the three games that we saw against Calgary last week. So there might be an element of it that is, you know what, the Silver Knights have Calgary's number. It's just as frustrating for the Wranglers as it is enjoyable for the HSK. Uh, but that's just uh, that, that's because it was Calgary. They're, you know, we're going to find out tonight the, the extent to which that, that may or may not be a factor. But without a doubt, a Silver Knights team that went into that Calgary series winless in its prior seven, dug down deep, found a way, kept coming back, was resilient. And as Manny Viveros made mention, this is a team that's playing a lot better in tight games, and that's entirely true. But I think in addition to that, to tack on to that, this is also a Silver Knights team right now that is maybe there's a, a little bit of a, hey, there's nothing left to lose mentality that we saw last week, perhaps. I don't know, but it's a team that's willing to let the game travel. Let the game travel. Those are my words, and let me explain it a little bit better. Now that we're in spring training, maybe you're starting to watch some baseball again. Do you ever hear an, an analyst talking about a hitter? He lets the ball get deep in the strike zone. He's not guessing. He's allowing the ball to get on top of him to get his hands inside the baseball and put it where he wants. That's good hitting. This is a Silver Knights team trailing one nothing in first periods. There's no panic. There's no stepping outside the game plan. They're letting the game get deep on them and trusting that somewhere along the line, if they play well defensively, if they keep it close, somewhere along the line they're going to get their opportunity to punch back. And it may not be a big opportunity. It may just be two shots in the second period, in the third period against the Wranglers. But it was enough. And that's uh, for the Silver Knights, a team not only comfortable in tight games over the last week and a half, but patient in those games as well. Uh, and now getting a few pieces added to the puzzle in the last couple of weeks in Jamel Smith, in Dyson Mayo, uh, and Byron Fraze returned to the HSK earlier today by the Golden Knights and expected to play in tonight's contest. This is quick, uh, more and more... Uh, profoundly becoming the deepest and most uh, the closest to the intended lineup for the HSK that we've seen this season. That includes having Daniil Miramanov back in the fold as well. Now, before I throw an unpinned grenade at Lindsay again, which was wrong of me the first time, Lindsay, if we tried to roll the Braden Pahal audio from this morning, do we think it would work for us? Only thing we can do is try. Let's Give me cross one our fingers here. and try and see what Braden Pahal had to say after morning skate today in San Diego. With Braden Paul, uh, Braden, you guys have won three in a row now. What uh, have you been able to capture over these last handful of games to go on a run like this? Yeah, I think uh, we just upped our game, obviously, playing the top team in the league the last three games. We knew that uh, we had to play our best hockey, and 
Uh, I think right now, you know, we're just trying to get as many points as we can to try to get into that last playoff spot. Manny's mentioned that you guys seem more comfortable over the last week playing in tight games, those those one-goal games. But on top of that, you guys gave up the first goal in each of the last three and found a way to win. Are you guys maybe more comfortable throughout games as well, just waiting for opportunities? Yeah, I think we just uh, stuck to our game plan. Uh, we played hard for 60 minutes, and that's what you need to win games in this league. So, um, you know, we're looking to do, do the same uh, over the next uh, little while here. Looking at the three-game stretch against Calgary, their power play had a lot of success in the first game, none in the next two. What kind of adjustments are you guys making on the fly to, to tighten things up on the kill? Yeah, it's uh, just watching the video that uh, you know they showed us and uh, making the adjustments the coaches told us to do. It's uh, being aggressive on the PK and uh, not giving them time and space so those skill players will make the plays when, when you give them that space. We've seen the additions in the last couple of weeks. Jamel Smith, Dyson Mayo, now Daniel Miramanov has come back. Has it been helpful maybe providing a little bit of a spark just to have a little bit of new blood in the mix of late as well? Yeah, definitely. Obviously, when you add those players, it makes your team better. Those are three really high-end players and uh, you know NHL-caliber players. So whenever you can add those guys, it, it definitely makes your team better. And uh, I think we've shown that over the last few uh, few games. Kyle Marino doesn't score all that often, but he scored a big one on Sunday. Uh, the bench reaction to seeing him come through late. Yeah, it was, it was amazing, obviously. Uh, a guy that does a lot for the team, uh, not so much on the score sheet all the time, but whenever he can get rewarded for his hard work and get to the dirty areas, it's, it's awesome to see. San Diego has struggled this year, but this is a building that's always been tough for you guys. What do you have to focus on for tonight? We just have to play play the same way we, we, we did the last three games. It's uh, Like I said before, it's these, these last games are so important for us, and every point is huge. So I think playing with urgency and uh, just the way we did it against Calgary, we should be fine. Thanks, Braden. Yeah. And that was Silver Knights captain Braden Pahal earlier today. Again, the additions of Dyson Mayo and Jamel Smith, especially for a year for the Silver Knights that so much of it has been frustrating and, and struggling in, in tight games, in one-goal games. You just need that little bit extra. Well, sometimes adding a, a piece or two can give you that spark to make up the difference in those tight uh, those tight margins. And I think for the Silver Knights, it's been nice to get a couple of new bodies back. And Daniil Miramanov is going to be a big add for the Silver Knights as well. But really valuable uh, to, to give a, a little bit of a shakeup, a little, get a little bit of, of fresh air in the room and in, into the game plan. Uh, and it certainly has seemed to energize the Silver Knights. Certainly Jamel Smith's addition has uh, offensively impacted the Silver Knights uh, over the course of the last five games. Uh, and it's going to be Interesting to see how they carry it over tonight in San Diego. And, and this is really a great place to test it for the HSK because, again, the success against Calgary slash Stockton going back two years, in any venue, it's been there. Likewise, for the Silver Knights, playing San Diego has always been a challenge, particularly here at Pechanga Arena. The Silver Knights have lost all five prior visits to this building earlier this year, one loss and then four losses last season. All time, they have been outscored in San Diego 23-10 to 10 by the Gulls in this building. Uh, and earlier this year, that included a 5-4 loss. These two teams have not seen each other since New Year's Day, so it's been quite a while. But San Diego is uh, decidedly last in the American Hockey League uh, in the standings, they are last in goal scoring. They are last defensively. They have the best goal scorer in the American Hockey League, and Rocco Grimaldi, who's having a phenomenal season, is kind of uh, sitting alone in that statement. But this is a place where the Silver Knights have had a hard time playing. This is a place where they've fallen behind early, fallen behind uh, rather seismically, and not been able to claw their way back into hockey games. So 
if the Silver Knights' last three wins against Calgary were more than just success against the Wranglers, and again, the indications are their new additions played well, their structure was sound, their penalty killing in the last two games was perfect, uh, and they were patient and opportunistic, and Yuri Patera was outstanding. If that is all going to carry forward into a run over 19 games that could get them back into playoff positioning, it has to happen tonight against the San Diego team that is coming off a win over Ontario, an overtime win, but still has just one win in its last five, uh, is well back at the bottom of the, of the uh, AHL standings. This is a team that has had mighty struggles this season, uh, and they are also without perhaps their best player this season when he's been in San Diego and goaltender Lukas Dostal. He is up with Anaheim. So right now this is an opportunity for the Silver Knights to come in, continue their positive momentum, continue their their control of hockey games and play with conviction like a team that has designs on making a playoff push. So how will the Silver Knights handle uh, the opportunity to pick up two more points in San Diego before what's going to be a very tough two games on home ice against Abbotsford to round out the week? Uh, We're going to learn a lot tonight about this uh, new-look HSK squad uh, and what they can do uh, with two points that they absolutely must have. We're going to hop out when we come back. Well, the last two weeks with our uh, broadcast challenges, we've been trying to get in touch with our friend Amina Harvey, who's a health educator with the Southern Nevada Health District, partner of the HSK. We finally got her during the week, and we recorded it just to make sure I didn't find a way to bungle it again. So we've got her uh, (laughs) recorded interview from earlier this week, talk a little bit about uh, healthy living choices and things that you can continue to do. We just finished National Heart Month in February, but those lessons persist beyond and into March. We'll hear what Amina Harvey had to say. When we come back on HSK Today, Brian McCormick here with you on 1230 The Game, the Silver Knights Radio Network. Guess what? I got a fever. And the only prescription is more... HSK Today. Back on HSK Today, Brian McCormick here with you. Silver Knights looking for their fourth straight win. That would match the longest winning streak of the season if they're able to do so tonight against the San Diego Gulls. Gulls have won three of the five meetings between these two teams this season, but they have not met since New Year's Day. And for the Silver Knights, an important two points as they look to continue their surge up the Pacific Division standings. We'll talk more on that subject and hockey, uh, more hockey-specific subjects in general, but it was important this past week to catch up with our friends at Southern Nevada Health District and Amina Harvey, who is a health educator with the Southern Nevada Health District, to talk about some healthy living and some uh, heart-smart choices that you could be making in your life as February was National Heart uh, Health Month. And uh, we caught up earlier this week with Amina Harvey, and here's what we spoke about. Well, usually on HSK Today, we're taking you through what makes the players tick on the Henderson Silver Knights, but it's important for all of you in the audience to be at your tip-top best as well. So to help us get a little information on how we can be living healthier lifestyles and the better health choices we can be making in our day-to-day lives, we're joined by health educator Amina Harvey of the Office of Chronic Disease Prevention and Health Promotion from the Southern Nevada Health District. Amina, thanks for taking the time today. We appreciate it. Thank you, um, Brian. It's, it's a great opportunity to be here. I'm looking forward to our show today. Thank you. Well, I mean, you know, talking with our players on a day-to-day basis, there's such a, a rigorous, regimented routine that they follow to to be at their best, to be in their top physical condition in order to perform. Now, that's not going to surprise any of the fans, but 
you know, it's our responsibility to take care of ourselves as well. And even though we don't have a team of specialists uh, making out our diet for us or putting us through exercise regimens, we still have the responsibility to take care of our own health. So, you know, what, what are some of the the routines that that uh, people in our audience can put themselves through? Let's start with the, the low-hanging fruit, the easy decisions that they can make on a day-to-day basis to, to keep an eye after their health. Okay. You know, like making lifestyle changes um, can always be a challenge for some, and we always encourage people to to take small steps. We don't have to dive right in it and get ready to run a marathon. We can take those small steps because small steps are what's going to help us to be able to achieve our goal. And this is February. February is the month of love. It's also the month of um, heart month, national heart month. So this is really the perfect time for people to start thinking about the steps that they can take to live a healthier lifestyle. And we promote programs that guide people to resources on nutrition, um, physical activity. People can take walks on their breaks if they, you know, they're not really sure about how long should I walk. At least 15 minutes, 150 minutes a week um, is the recommended guidelines to walk. So if you're on your break, you can take a lunch, maybe grab a coworker, grab a neighbor, 15 minutes. I'm looking at your diet, trying to eat more fruits and vegetables in your diet, eating lean meats. I'm adding more proteins in your diet, whole grains in your diet, I'm learning how to read some of those food labels. A lot of people to help them stay on track. Some people will even meal prep. That's even a way, especially when you get really busy and you kind of just get in the hustle and bustle of life. And it's not that easy to be able to eat healthy, but sometimes we grab things that are quick and on the go. Um, so, you know, just taking those small steps, maybe write down a plan. What do you want to do? And, and just kind of create a calendar of things that you can do. And if people are really unsure, we have resources on our um, website, gethealthyclarkcounty.org, and we talk about ways to help you achieve those goals. You know, I mean, as you mentioned, February National Heart Month and so heart disease is so impactful for many in uh, in the country. I think to myself, I'm 33. I don't consider myself particularly old, uh, but I know I'm not necessarily on a day-to-day basis making the, the heart smart diet decisions. I think we forget that, okay, it's it's an issue, but it's an issue when I'm older. It's an issue years from now, and I'll fix it then. For the younger people in our audience, this is the time not only to start forming good habits, but to make decisions that's going to give you better health 20 years from now, not just now. Right. I, I agree with you 100%. Um, early prevention is the key. We don't want to wait until we get older. Of course, our risk factors increase as we get older, but we want to start making those lifestyle changes now, um, you know, when we're able to, to be mobile so that we can live healthier when we get into, um, you know, our older ages. And so we can be very active. We want to start making those changes now. And we're talking about heart month. Heart disease is the leading cause of death for both men and women in the United States. And 80 percent of that is preventable if we're able to incorporate some of those lifestyle changes um, so that we can get moving, eat healthier, live tobacco free. If you're not smoking, I encourage you not to start smoking. Um, You know, looking at our stress levels, these past two years have been really stressful for many. And so lowering our our stress levels, meditating, journaling, listening to music, um, trying to remove some of those stressors that are in your life. 
um, that's going to also be helpful for your heart. We don't want our hearts to work harder than what they have to. We're with Amina Harvey of the Southern Nevada Health District. And Amina, you mentioned some of the diet decisions earlier, of course, uh, vegetables every day, things that we've been told since we were children. And sometimes the bad decisions we make in our diets, it's not that we don't know any better. It's just that either laziness or we give ourselves excuses to make uh, simpler and, and maybe uh, more convenient decisions. But the dietary steps to take to fight heart disease and also hypertension, that, that's part of something that you guys call the DASH diet. Could you give us a little more uh, explanation on that? Yes, the DASH diet is, is a really good way to start making that healthier eating um, changes. And the DASH diet, that stands for Dietary Approach to Stop Hypertension. And it's really a simple approach that people can take that requires no special foods. Um, people can make these changes gradually. Um, you can add one um, or more serving of vegetable a day to your diet. Um, you can look at the nutrition labels to choose the foods that have lower saturated fats, select healthier snacks, um, and other small steps that you can really gradually build up. Um, and these can really be some significant health benefits. And what I really like about the DASH diet is that they create a meal plan for you. It takes the guesswork out of, well, what should I eat? Um, you can just, if you went on to Google, you can type in DASH diet and it'll take you right to um, a web page that has all of the information that is created. Um, it can be personalized for you. If you, if this is something that you want to do, there may be some, some dishes that maybe you don't eat, but maybe find a healthier alternative, but it's a really great way to start your, your, um, your healthy eating plan. Now, I mean, once we've gotten out of the kitchen, we've, we've done the right things there. Now, the other end of the spectrum is the exercise spectrum. And Silver Knights players, of course, uh, whether it's on the ice for practice or in the gym before and after, again, it's a pretty rigorous exercise regimen. For our fans at home, it doesn't have to be that rigorous. You mentioned before, fitting in walks uh, in your work schedule, if that's the best you can do, it's something. It's important to keep moving. Yes, that is that is correct. It is important to keep moving. If you love to dance, you can dance. If you love gardening, you can get out there in the, in the yard and do some, some um, gardening. If you have housework to do, you would be surprised at how much, you know, activity you're, you're doing when you're doing housework. If you're mopping, if you're sweeping, all of that movement, we want to make that movement count. Any way to get your heart pumping is always going to be um, beneficial if we're getting it pumping in a good way and it's not a pumping because we're stressed out um, or because we've had some type of traumatic experience but gardening dancing um, if you're kickboxing if you walk on the treadmill you don't always have to even have a gym membership just to be able to get some physical activity in and if you check out our website now we'll give that website again get healthyclarkcounty.org um, we have some information about physical activity. We have programs. Um, we offer apps like Walk Around Nevada, Neon to Nature, and you can download those apps. You can go on our website and you can plug in your location where you live, and it will actually tell you where your local uh, bike trails are, where your walking trails are. You will be really surprised at how many walking trails are accessible to you that are right there in your backyard, right there in your neighborhood. We're the Mina Harvey of the uh, Southern Nevada Health District, and as she mentioned, 
great information available for all of our listeners at gethealthyclarkcounty.org, gethealthyclarkcounty.org. Amina, as we talk about exercise, and and you talked about the the creative ways in your day-to-day routine you can find opportunities for exercise. For some of our audience, maybe they have not only the the time, but maybe the desire. They push themselves a little bit more. They are uh, gym animals. They are a little bit more uh, aggressive with their fitness. I know that they often probably have a bit of a – a conundrum, the balancing act. Should I be doing more cardio? Should I be doing more weightlifting? I'm sure it's important to have a battle of both, a balance of both. Um, but especially for heart health, cardio is in the word. But you would think that uh, for our fans, there's a lot of things. There are a lot of elements of their fitness that are going to benefit their overall well-being, not just getting on the treadmill or the bike. Yes, um, I mean both nutrition and and exercise go go hand in hand. Um, and we, anytime you start a new workout routine, if it's something that's out of the norm, if you have a primary care provider, you always want to run things by them, especially if you've had any type of injuries, if you've ever had a heart attack, you want to be able to run those types of activities, you know, by your healthcare provider. And don't do anything more vigorous than what your body allows. If, you know, sometimes people go jump right in and they're lifting weights. Um, they're trying to, you know, run so many miles. And if they they can overexert themselves, so really it it helps to to start out slow and build up your endurance. And so if cardio is what you enjoy, then do your cardio. If you enjoy lifting weights, as long as you have the physical ability to be able to do those things, you can mix it up. You know, you don't want to reach a plateau, so you can definitely mix it up. I mean, when we talk about early detection, we talked about that in the Silver Knights family a lot over the last year. Head coach Manny Viveros. Uh, diagnosed with cancer last year, and he's beaten that cancer largely because of early detection. So that's been something we've discussed often. But the practice of going to a doctor, getting blood tests, getting checkups, it's not specifically for cancer, even though I think that's where we talk about it the most. It's all elements of your health where having those regular checkups can can give you a head start on handling a problem if you have one. Yes, an annual wellness check is always going to, to be key. Um, it's important to have a primary care provider. Having that primary care provider as a patient, you develop a relationship with them. You're able to develop a medical history with them. Instead of going to the ER, you know, this is someone who's never seen you before. And if you're going to a primary care provider, then they they have that medical history. It's this routine care that you're going and you're, you're accessing. And so I do encourage people to, Get a primary care provider if you're not sure. We do have resources available as well. We have a list of low-cost clinics. Um, at the health district, we have our community health center as well. Um, maybe even ask a friend, you know, where do you go if you're just really unsure. But you want to build up that relationship and establish that trust with the primary care provider and get in and schedule that annual wellness visit. We're with Amina Harvey of the Southern Nevada Health District. Amina, as we talk about uh, the importance of, of staying on top of your healthy living, but also monitoring yourself, there are some programs in the community that uh, are going to help fans achieve those heart health goals. That includes something called the Barbershop Health Outreach Project. What can you tell us about that? Yes, the Barbershop Health Outreach Project, um, it's, it's a program that we've been running for about five years. Um, I, we go in, we have about 10 partner barbershops. We also have beauty salons that we partner with. And we go into these shops and we conduct blood pressure screening, 
we provide heart health education, and we also offer a referral. And so this project was really developed to um, empower uh, Black men and women to really adopt a healthier lifestyle. Um, we found that they were the Black community was disproportionately affected um, by cardiovascular disease and stroke risk. And so we go into these locations. It's a very innovative approach, non-traditional approach, and we train our barbers. Um, our, our barbers are very um, powerful key influencers. And so we go in and we talk to them about the risk. They talk to their, their clients. We're at um, each of these shops once a month. We have 10 locations where we're at. Uh, we have a couple of events actually this weekend and um, as we wrap up our heart month, we have a couple of events. Some of these locations, um, Executive Cuts um, and Blade Masters, and these inform this information is also available on our calendar, but these locations have standing blood pressure um, checks. And you don't have to be a client and anybody can go in just to get their blood pressure checked, just like you would if you were going to your local um, drugstore. So customers and non-customers alike, they're invited to stop by, get their blood pressure checked for free, grab some educational materials, as long as that location is open. And usually their hours are from 9 a.m. to 5, Tuesday through Saturday, you can go in there and get that um, done. Uh, we have locations that are from the um, central side of town all the way to the southwest side of town. And Executive Cuts, they're located on West Owens Avenue, Blade Masters Barbershop on North Decatur Boulevard. You can find this all online as well. Amina, before we let you go, one more element that I think is of this same program, and if I'm mistaken, please correct me, but um, it's, it's a it's community classes with the uh, the focus on the, the quotation I've seen is, with every heartbeat is life. And again, that's overall health and diet information for, for families in local communities. Is that correct? Yes, this is open to everyone. Um, if an organization has, you know, a need for one of our classes, um, we can come in and, and we can teach. This is a six-week course. Um, it has 11 interactive educational sessions that we focus on hypertension management, cholesterol, diabetes. We talk about weight management, heart attack warning signs, stroke, tobacco, um, and ways to improve your diet. So it's really a comprehensive approach um, to health and wellness. And this program is free and it's open to the general public. Um, also this Monday, we will be having our Walk With Your Barber and Stylist event, and that's called Move to the Beat. Um, and so we're inviting people to come out and get their, get their exercise on, um, grab your shoes and hit the trails with us. It's Monday, February 27th from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. at Craig Ranch Park. Um, we will have educational materials, swag items, giveaways, and we'll also be offering some free, some free blood pressure screening that day. And that is February 27th. And again, this information and much more, gethealthyclarkcounty.org, gethealthyclarkcounty.org, uh, February being National Heart Month. This is the time to think on these topics. If you're in the uh, older portion of our audience, make the right decisions to get as healthy as you can. Maybe correct some of your prior bad habits. The younger members of our audience make those good habits uh, right now. Amina Harvey with the Southern Nevada Health District. Amina, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, really enjoyed this and you've given our audience a lot of important things to think about. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Um, and I hope that people go onto our website and get some more information as they think about ways that they can make lifestyle changes. Um, just take small steps. You don't have to, you know, go go in and, and you know, have a marathon. 
Um, but it's, it's the small steps that count. It's getting warmer out. This is the, this is the right time of year to do it. Start spring off right and start making some healthy choices. Amina, thank you very much. It was great having you on. Thank you. And that was Amina Harvey from the Southern Nevada Health District. Great to have her on and uh, giving us a lot to think about, especially as we get towards the, uh, the towards spring, the season uh, winding down. You want to be in your best uh, shape for playoffs so that when you're jumping up and down in the stands at T-Mobile Arena or the Darlone Center that you don't get winded. So make sure you're taking your heart health seriously in the weeks leading up. Well, Silver Knights fans, the Big West basketball is back at the Dollar Loan Center this month. The 2023 Hercules Tires Big West Basketball Championships presented by the Hawaiian Islands takes over Henderson from March 7th to March 11th, taking all the excitement as the best of the Big West's men's and women's divisions go head-to-head. Great seats are available for March Madness action. Visit BigWest.org for more details and get your tickets today at thedollarloancenter.com the dollar loan center dot com we'll hop out when we come back we'll hear a little bit from dyson mayo the uh, newest addition to the vgk organization via trade and it is trade deadline season so there's plenty to talk about there as well all straight ahead on hsk today brian mccormick here with you on 12 30 the game the silver knights radio network good evening ladies and gentlemen we are tonight's entertainment i only have one question where is Brian McCormick? Back in San Diego on HSK Today, Brian McCormick here with you, and uh, we're having a party. Everybody's singing. Help us celebrate Lucky's birthday when the Abbotsford Canucks visit the Dollar Loan Center on March 4th for Lucky's Birthday Bash presented by Toyota. Fans in attendance will receive a commemorative poster and the Silver Knights will wear themed jerseys. The artwork for both of those provided by local Clark County students. Puck drops at 7 p.m. Get your tickets now and help Lucky blow out the birthday candles. Visit HendersonSilverKnights.com HendersonSilverKnights.com for Lucky's Birthday Bash presented by Toyota. Silver Knights and San Diego Gulls go at it tonight, and the Silver Knights again getting uh, the lineup getting bolstered over the course of the last couple of weeks. First, the Jamel Smith edition, Dyson Mayo acquired via trade, made his Silver Knights debut on Sunday. Daniil Miramanov, Byron Fraze, both in the mix for the HSK heading into this evening's contest as well. So, in a very busy, very entertaining to this point uh, trade deadline environment. Right now, the, the biggest addition for the VGK that has impacted the HSK has been the addition of Dyson Mayo, and we caught up with him earlier today as he gets ready for his first road game with the Silver Knights on how he is acclimating and the potential he sees in his new digs. Here was Dyson Mayo. With Dyson Mayo, uh, Dyson, you're a few days and one game into your HSK tenure now. How's the uh, the transition been? It's been good. I mean, I, I spent a long time in Tucson. I was there for seven seasons just about, so... It's a little different, kind of getting used to a new team and uh, new systems in the, in the last couple of months of the season, but so far it's been a good transition. Has it been helpful to move within the uh, division? I mean, maybe it's guys you're playing with now that you had not-so-friendly conversations with a couple of weeks back, but yeah. at least it's people that you know. Yeah, for sure. We actually had a couple of games against them 
uh, the other week, so they were they were intense games for sure. But uh, yeah, I have a lot of familiarity with a lot of these guys playing against them, so that makes it easier. And uh, the quick move from Phoenix was nice as well. How about the off the ice portion of of a change like this? I assume everyone just thinks about okay, he's got to get to a new city, a new dressing room, but there's a lot more that goes into it than that, I imagine. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I got a family, I got two kids, and a dog at home, and a wife. So we uh, we were frantically trying to pack everything in time so I could get uh, get here as quick as I could to join the team. How would you characterize that first game uh, on Sunday against Calgary for you? It was good. I, was, I thought I was a little shaky in the first period trying to get used to everything, but I thought I settled in nicely in the second and third. And I mean, it's always nice to get a win, especially against uh, one of the top teams in our division. Is it unique to join the Silver Knights in the sense that you were in Tucson and now you're joining a team that's literally trying to chase down the team that you were just with for that final playoff spot? Yeah, for sure. It makes, uh, makes things interesting. I mean, uh, It'd be awesome if we could uh, get that last playoff spot. I think that's everyone's goal in the locker room. So, I mean, to do that and to be able to kick out my old team, I mean, that'd, uh, that'd be pretty special. Fans who were watching on Sunday got a, a bit of an introduction to, to how you play, but how would you describe your style of game for those who haven't seen? Yeah, kind of simple uh, stay-at-home D-man more so. I like uh, defend hard and uh, like to move pucks up to the forwards quick and just uh, do my job on the D, D side of the puck. So again, the good fortune of staying within the division. You've seen plenty of San Diego this season. This is a building where the Silver Knights have had a hard time winning. What do they do well that you guys need to, to keep in check? Yeah, for sure. I mean, just talking to a few guys around the team here, it seems like uh, they play good. We play good against uh, top teams in their division, and kind of when we play lower teams, we kind of sink down to their level or not come out as hard as we should. So I think that's the challenge for us tonight. I mean. You look at the Stangs, they're dead at the bottom, but they're a good team and you, you can't come in and take them lightly because they'll uh, make you pay for that. Anyone in particular since you got here that's been helping you uh, help show you the Henderson ropes? Uh, not anyone in particular. I think everyone's been pretty helpful. Everybody's been pretty inclusive, so it's been, it's been a nice transition. Thanks, Dyson. Thank you. And how's Dyson Mayo? And, uh, you know, interesting that he mentioned he's already learned from talking to his new teammates that that has been the trend for the Silver Knights that they've played their best hockey against Calgary, translating to wins. Coachella Valley, not translating to wins, but translating to good good outings. Uh, and, you know, the likes of Abbotsford and Colorado as well. It's against the uh, San Jose's and Tucson's and San Diego's where the Silver Knights have uh, mightily struggled, and they'll have to overcome that tonight at Pechanga Arena, looking for their first ever win in this building in their sixth attempt. Uh, and Dyson Mayo will be... Part of that is he is uh, pairing with Daniil Miramanov, also playing his first game in a long time, his first game since uh, I believe it was New Year's Eve, the last time he played with the Vegas Golden Knights where he sustained a lower body injury. He'll knock off the cobwebs as well, but that should be a pretty solid bottom pairing for the HSK as they look to make this push. Uh, and as we talk about uh, Dyson Mayo being part of the trade deadline haul for the VGK, we have not reached the deadline yet. That will be Friday and to help bring you uh, all the information you need to navigate that, uh, it'll be March 3rd, the trade deadline sh uh, show, the trade deadline streaming show for the Golden Knights just announced. It'll be on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch from 12 to 1 p.m. Pacific time as Darren Millar, Gary Lawless, Ashley Weiss, and I'm sure an assortment of other guests will help take you through the final dealings for the Golden Knights heading into the trade deadline as the Golden Knights make their final roster adjustments uh, for their Stanley Cup push. And, again, a very uh, likely chance that any changes made on the VGK side could impact the HSK side as well. So you'll want to tune in on Friday, March 3rd, trade deadline day, 12 to 1 p.m. on the VGK social 
sites. While it's been a great trade deadline, any favorite deals? Lindsay will bring you in. Any favorite deals through uh, the trade deadline that you've uh, found either surprising or particularly successful? Well, the ship that launched them all was the Tarasenko deal, and it's kicked everybody into overdrive, and I think we've had the best trade deadline pretty much ever because of the slow drip, so I'm excited to see how this final 48 hours transpires. Agreed, Lindsay, and I hope that the uh, the Darren, Gary, and Ashley have a lot to talk about on deadline day, but as has been the trend in recent years, a lot of the business getting done well ahead of time. Nobody wants to be left holding the bag. Uh, but I'll tell you what, we're going to look back in years to come and see that Tanner Janot's uh, return blew Patrick Keynes out of the water, and who predicted that would have been the case back in October? Well, that'll do it for us here on HSK Today. Special thanks to Amina Harvey of the Southern Nevada Health District for talking heart health with us. Silver Knights and San Diego Gulls go head-to-head tonight at 7 p.m. here at Pachanga Arena. Pre-game coverage of Justin Russo kicking off at 6.30 p.m. only on 1230 of the game. I'm Brian McCormick. Thanks so much for spending your Wednesday afternoon with us. We'll see you tonight from Pachanga Arena for Henderson Silver Knights Hockey.